Please help Mrs. Harrison out. Please like and subscribe. Symmetry print. Supplies on day one. Four inch squares of plain paper, two or three per student. One four inch square cardboard template per student. Pencil and eraser, scissors, styrofoam plates or meat trays, popsicle stick or craft stick. Supplies on day two. Ink brayer, black tempera paint, plenty of four inch squares of colored construction paper glue sticks, and large black construction paper for matting the prints. Show your students several examples of block prints. Traditionally, block prints are made by carving a design into either wood, rubber, or linoleum. Since the students are too young to carve with sharp tools, we will be using a pencil to carve into a foam plate. Start by asking the class if anyone knows the definition of symmetry. A mirror image or one side of a dividing line is the same as the other side. Butterflies, faces, and snowflakes are great examples of symmetry. For all of the printmaking projects I teach, I've made a sample ahead of time for every step. This is so helpful and worth the time since printmaking is an involved process that most of the kids have never seen before. The students can see as I go through the steps how a line drawing is made into a print. I begin by showing the class my finished print of a symmetrical design printed with black ink onto colored construction paper. Then I show the class the pencil drawing I started out with. It is a four inch square of paper that has been folded diagonally into a triangle, but my pencil drawing is only on one side of the fold. I fold the paper so the pencil drawing is facing inward and rub it with a popsicle stick or trace over it so the graphite transfers to the blank side. When I open the paper, I now have a symmetrical drawing on both sides of the diagonal fold. The transferred drawing will be light, so darken the lines with pencil. Now it's time to transfer the pencil drawing onto the foam plate. Use the four inch square cardboard template to trace a square onto the foam and then cut it out. Take the pencil drawing and lay it pencil side down onto the foam square. I pretend to take my pencil and trace or rub the back of the drawing so that when I lift the drawing, the graphite has been transferred very lightly onto the foam. The transfer may also be made by poking holes through your line drawing with your pencil so you end up with dotted lines in the foam plate. Next, show the students how to make indentions in the foam by dragging their pencil point along the lines. They will create deep grooves so the ink sticks to the surface of the foam, but it won't get into the grooves. If kids use too much force and cut through the foam with their pencil, simply tape the back. Now I take my ink brayer, roll it in pretend ink, and then onto the foam plate. Of course, I have done this ahead of time and show my class the foam square with black ink on the surface but the line drawing is white since the brayer rolled over the grooves without inking them. Take your original print and lay it onto the inked foam, pressing and rubbing the paper. Lift the paper and it will look like you have pulled a print of the design. Very important. 
students need to write their name on the back of the paper before applying wet ink. This is always the hard part. For day one, the kids should have created their design and transferred it onto the foam square so that day two is reserved for printing. They should have their names on the back of their foam plate as well. Day two. Cover the area you will be using for printmaking with paper or plastic because printmaking gets messy. Have students come up one or two at a time and walk them through the process. Sometimes I ask a student who's finished making their prints to help me by teaching the next student in line. Place a spoonful of printing ink or acrylic paint onto a cookie sheet. Next, show the student how to roll the brayer through the ink, forward and back, side to side, until they have a nice, even layer of ink on the cookie sheet. The ink will make a sticky or crackling sound when it's ready. Now have the student apply the ink on the brayer onto their plate. If the grooves are deep enough and the ink isn't goopy or too thick, it should cover the surface of the plate, leaving the line drawing white and untouched. Place a colored piece of construction paper on top of the plate and rub, rub, rub. At this point, it's not too late to write your name on the back. Don't let the paper slide around or the design will get blurred. Pick a corner and pull the print like taking the backing off of a sticker. The first print is always for practice. Evaluate it, see if perhaps the ink should be rolled thicker or thinner, or if the paper needs to be pressed down more. If ink got into the design, then the grooves are not deep enough. Gently wash the plate with soap and water and drag the pencil along the lines again to deepen the grooves. When kids have printed their little hearts out, have them set the prints and the printing plates on the drying rack. The next art class, when the prints and plates are all dry, offer large pieces of black construction paper to mount the prints on. A heavy coating of stick glue should do the job. Two prints side by side, a row of three, or a square of four look really nice, frame-worthy even. Finally, this is a great time to explain what those numbers are for that you see at the bottom of art prints. In the bottom left corner of the first print they made, have them write the number one, a two on the second print they made, and so on. Then follow that number with a forward slash, and then the number of total prints they made. So let's say on the third print they made, out of seven total, they should have a three slash seven, which means it is the third series of seven prints. In the olden days, artists would destroy their woodblock, so no more prints could be made, and that would make them more valuable. Right bottom corner of the print, have them sign their fancy artist signature and write the date. Done. An official artist's print. Please subscribe for Mrs. Harrison.